1: Hey, y'all. Seven Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by the Armchair All Americans as a part of the Armchair Media Network. Our 2019 NFL draft grades are all wrapped up, and now it's time we kill some time. It is I, Rob Paul, the Armchair Scout, aka the biggest table banger for Bud Dupree. And <laughs> with me, as always, is AJ. John Schneider got Frank Clark and Tyler Lockett back-to-back Marchese. Saturday night's all right for podcasting? Okay. Uh, Today, (laughs) we're going to continue our yearly tradition and do an NFL redraft with the 2015 NFL Draft. Let's
0: hit it. Seven rounds in heaven with my baby. Going out. To Vegas maybe, looking for a young or a 2 Don't draft a run back on the first day, don't draft a run and back on the second day, maybe draft one on the third, or don't, let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together,
1: let's go seven rounds forever, and that's a song. I'd like to take a second to introduce our newest friends from SeatGeek. Let them take the confusion out of your ticket buying experience. Instead of shopping dozens of sites to find the best deal, let SeatGeek do the work for you. Their app scans the web for the best deals to your favorite game, concert, or show, and rates them on a scale of 0-10 to to let you know if you're getting the best bang for your buck. A green dot marks great deals, yellow dot good deals, and red dot not so good deals. Use promo code ACAA at checkout to receive $20 off your first purchase. That's two free beers at the stadium on them. What are you waiting for? That's promo code ACAA for $20 off your first purchase. SeatGeek, life's an event, we have the tickets... The Raptors are up 3-1 on the Golden State Warriors. I can't believe it. Life is good. I wish this was a basketball podcast. No, not even that. Just Canadian basketball. A bit retweet. And then we only, like, during draft season, we'd only mm-hmm. break down the Canadian prospects. So, like, we're lucky this year because there's good ones, but, like, some years it'd be tough. Are there? Uh, well, Andrew Wiggins 2.0 and R.J. Barrett. <laughs> my boy Brandon Clark from Gonzaga. That mm-hmm. big man from Florida State. Oh yeah, I forgot He's from name. Burlington. Uh, Big shout out for Burlington. Oh yeah, Burlington nice. cleaning it
0: up lately. A uh, bunch of Canadian football prospects. Oh, and there's that that kid from, from Arizona Burlington. State
1: with a whack name. Oh yeah, Gots or something. I forget. Anyway, that's on we're not an NBA Canadian NBA draft show. We're Canadian two Canadians doing an NFL draft show. And uh, can I uh, rob the? Can I do the little uh,
0: John Schneider? Uh, run off here, like my, my little thing, how we goof the league in this stretch, Rob, sure. you yeah. that you introduced earlier. Okay, pick 63, Frank Clark. Pick 64, Jordan Richards. Pick 65, DeJune Smith, I forgot about. 66, Jeremiah Putasi. 67, A.J. Kahn. 68, Clive Walford. And 69, Tyler Lockett. Goof the league. And Jalen Strong was the next pick. A.J. Klein's literally
1: the third best player in that stretch. Oh, yeah, it's not even close either. <laughs> that's a, that's a whack. That's uh, good for you, AJ Klein. Uh, anyway, last year we did our 2014 NFL redraft. This year it's 2015 with players who've played for years. We, it's almost like we're doing it yearly or yep, something. Yep, and we have a good idea of what kind of player these guys are now. And we're just going to mm-hmm. redraft it. Same order, maybe same picks, maybe not. It's probably going to be a shit show. It's, it's going to be goofy. It's hard that. to do. Originally, we were going to rotate picks. We're probably just going to talk our way through it and work together because it's kind of hard to predict where someone's going to pick in a redraft, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and without further ado, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers had the first overall pick. They took Florida State quarterback Jameis Winston. Aged- I, I will say, this, sorry to step on your toe, it's a really interesting draft. It, it's a really interesting exercise to redraft. It, it is. It's weird because the, obviously it was a weak QB class after Winston and Mariota. Like, nobody yes. even relevant. No. And you... Garrett Grayson at, a little At bit this though, point, we right. still don't even know for sure if Winston or Mariota is a, a mm-hmm. franchise QB, so that's still way Man. up in the air. Uh, there was a lot of inconsistency in talent. Like, guys who have had, like... Some flashes. It's like they started
0: their career. Yeah, they started like lots of guys that started really hot and died off, or started slow and came. Like it's it's a weird. You're right, flashes. Yeah,
1: and then and then there's just overall there wasn't that much talent in the middle rounds. No, I mean like even some, even in terms of depth players. You're right. There's a lot of dudes that are just not in the league. So. Yeah, and like handful of, guys who went in the first round that like you wouldn't call a, like a bust. But they've definitely not lived up to that pick. Mm-hmm. But like they're not bad football players. We'll we'll yeah. we'll we'll mention them as we go. But uh, honestly, in a redraft, I think Tampa goes Jameis Winston once again. I don't think they really have any other option. See, uh, okay,
0: yeah, it's tough though, right? Because like their quarterback list at this point in their in their history, right? They needed their quarterback. James, I I think it's hard to say he wasn't the right pick, even though we know everything that's happened with Jameis Winston. Hey, he's made a Pro Bowl. He's, he has made a Pro Bowl. Marcus Mariota hasn't, but he sh- he will be probably soon, even if he's, even if he's not that good. And I mean, like, who would you even go to next, like a pass rusher, because they desperately need that as well. Did they? You know what back I'm saying?
1: Then? I can't even remember. Uh,
0: who
1: the fuck? Who? They, yeah, no, swearing? they, I they, they definitely made did. Lots of They swearing. definitely did. Um. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, like Daniel Hunter would be the. If probably he was, he's if, he's my top. If, 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 on the yeah, board. If, yeah. If you weren't going quarterback, it was probably you're going Daniel Hunter.
0: I think. Or so, yeah, pairing, uh,
1: Mike Evans and Amari Cooper. Oh no, they didn't need pass rush. They had uh, Dequan Bowers and William Golson. Golson hey, Dequan Bowers is supposed to be the goat. Uh, yeah, but I no, think I, I think I th- there's a legit argument. Like James Winston ha- isn't n- like a true franchise QB, but. It's not like there's not another pick that you could really justify for them, and we're not sure he's not a franchise QB. And this, the Bruce mm-hmm. Arian staff is going to figure it out. But I, I would say they still go. Tampa still goes. James Winston.
0: I I'm not going to disagree with you. And like you said, a different direction. And even if you go to the other quarterback, who I think comparable in their years so far in the NFL between Mariota and Winston, I still think Winston. Maybe I, I I'm a Mar- Mariota diehard, but. I think James Winston's a better fit for that I, team. I feel
1: the same. Well, like, just hopping yeah. in the second pick, I think the same idea. The Titans would still have to go Marcus Mariota. It's,
0: I know. Like, again, like you said, it's a, like you can't call them bust yet. They've been up and down. It's hard to know what they are exactly, but it's also hard to differ they're from both, They're both
1: good enough to be starters, but we don't f- mm. know yet if they're good enough to be like true like playoff quarterbacks franchise, franchise guys. guys but yeah and and again mm. i think Winston to Tampa and Mariota to the Titans were both the right fits like i don't think it works as well the other way i agree i agree and I agree. and for both of them this is the year i think we truly find out what they are it, we've mentioned this
0: multiple times this offseason i agree i think it's a huge proving year for both of them and i think especially James Winston
1: but yeah For both of them. So we stick with the first two. Yes. So Tampa goes Jameis Winston still. Titans go Mariota still. Then it gets interesting. Uh, interesting. In reality, the Jaguars took Dante Fowler, who, I mean, he's had some flashes with the Rams. He had some flashes with the Jags, but he he obviously tore his ACL right away in Jacksonville. Mm I'm... I mean, this to me, it's a no-brainer. They would go Daniel Hunter in a redraft. I hundred percent. The Daniel yeah. Hunters are like to me. Okay, he's only made one Pro Bowl and he was all Pro this past season, but mm. you you could argue he should have two under his belt. He's one of the. I think he's still only like twenty four. Twenty he, four. Yeah. He's so. forty sacks in his first four years. He's I think he's the youngest ever to have forty sacks.
0: I I think you're right. Um.
1: Yeah. To me, like he was my pick. Uh, I think last year was a dark horse defensive player of the year. Uh, mm-hmm. I like he's one of my favorite players in the league, and this would be just imagine if Jacksonville ended up in a scenario with Yannick Ngakwe, Kalis Campbell, and Daniel Hunter.
0: And like I don't want to say it easily could have happened
1: because you know Hunter wasn't supposed to be the third overall pick. And, and he's one of those guys where it was he he was a measurables guy in like the yeah. Deion Jordan, Barkevius Mingo type of oh god, this could go really poorly, but it went really right, and he wasn't overdrafted, obviously. But he only had like four and a half sacks at LSU as a senior or uh, mm-hmm. junior, I forget what year he was. But big, t- he's one of the guys that measurables big time, panda. Yeah. Right? Um. So yeah, that that, I, that I, seems like a no brainer <laughs> pick.
0: Yeah, I, I, Oakland Raiders are next. We know they drafted Amari Cooper, no longer on the
1: team. They got a first round pick for him. I think again. Totally I, right. I I mean. Okay, he made two bro- yeah. Pro Bowls as a Raider. They traded him for a first-round pick. I still think you would go Amari Cooper. Really? Okay. Because c- well, who, who, who would, if you're Oakland in that scenario, who are you going instead of him? And he's one of the 10 best route runners in the league. Obviously, it was kind of, he struggled with drops and there was some inconsistency. But I think it had more to do with Oakland being Oakland because as soon as he got to Dallas, he's been one of the best receivers in the league. Do you take Diggs over Amari? In the grants, st- Stephon Diggs is one of my favorite no is my favorite player in the NFL, but I know Amari Cooper like Stefan Diggs is the better route right runner, but Amari Cooper's ceiling is higher. Like Stefan Diggs' never been a thousand yard receiver. No. I it's hard. Like,
0: that's, what I, that's what I mean it's an interesting draft because
1: there's a conversation to be
0: had about like all of these guys that were the original draft picks. You know what I mean? Like like Fowler probably gets his name called in this mock uh redraft. Uh, I think personally, I, I agree with you. Cooper has the higher ceiling. I think personally, I think Stephon Diggs is the better player, and I, I know it's your favorite. No, come on, I'm, uh, Amari. Is, go Sorry. Amari
1: Cooper a borderline top ten receiver.
0: Like, also, another guy that's been a uh, hot and cold though and stretches right and great right again. His I think he had to career. do
1: more with Oakland, and like as soon as you got the Dallas, yeah. like been, there's yes. Um, Good. I just, like. I love Stephon Diggs. I think, like I said, I think he's the best runner in the league. He's my favorite player in football, probably. But I, I have a tough time seeing a scenario where you would go uh, a receiver mm. not named Amari Cooper.
0: No, I mean realistically, I agree with you.
1: And uh, let's plug it in. Let's do it. All right. Coop. Uh, okay. Fifth, Washington took uh, Iowa offensive lineman Brandon Sheriff. I I don't, I don't think they make a different pick here. They
0: got the best offensive lineman in the draft, Yeah, two
1: Pro Bowls would have made a third last year if he wasn't injured. Um, He was, like, the clear best offensive lineman during the process. And, like, he played tackle at Iowa, kicked inside. One of the best guards in football when healthy. Uh, you got to keep in mind, like, um, Bill Callahan and building that offensive line in Washington was kind of the – when they've been good, it's been because of that offensive line. So I don't think you'd make a different pick here. No, and I mean, if you if you get the best uh, office alignment in the draft, and
0: it's hard to change it up, right? And just quickly, weak tackle group. In it's group. a strange one. It's it's like a lot of average starters.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like there's order. a there's a couple more offensive tackle or offensive alignment in general mm-hmm. that I will mention. Ta- yeah. Right. Um, but like Sheriff is by far the best one. Like, oh, for sure. not not for sure. close. Uh, okay, pick six. The Jets went with Leonard Williams. Many thought was the best player in the draft. Uh, mm-hmm. Slid to six. Was a steal. I think they'd still go him. I mean, the, the obviously, the, the, the argument would be, to me, you would be Grady Jarrett, Leonard Williams is yeah. the argument. But Leonard Williams is a better fit for what they do. Or what they did I then agree. and what like, they do now. I think there's more talented pass rushers, but Leonard Williams is the better fit. I agree. Yeah, like I mean, if they wanted to go edge instead of, interior defensive line, That that's an option. Yeah. But, like, mm-hmm. even then, I don't... I, I mean, like, Fra- like, Frank Clark's obviously a guy you could talk about. Maybe Trey Flowers. Yeah. But I think, ultimately, Leonard Williams is the better football player than both of them. I know it's been a little inconsistent. I think that has mm-hmm. to do with scheme, talent around team, him. Yeah. Like, he was really yeah. good last year. He's made a, He made a Pro Bowl, I think, in his second year. And he was really good last year. And I think we're going to see... Him and Quinn and Williams become one of the best interior defensive line duos in football. Again, also, I think he's the best fit of the guys that are still on the board, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, seven, Chicago. We can change one. <laughs> Chicago went Kevin White, the uh, ultra freak receiver from West Virginia, always injured, never lived up to it. Yeah. I mean, this, to me, part of the reason I want to go with Mari Cooper earlier so this pick can be Get Stephon Diggs. Diggs. To Chicago? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like, I'm that's, uh, to me, again, this was, that's a no-brainer, right? Stephon Diggs to Chicago. I, if if you're sticking with the same position, it's an absolute no-brainer. Yeah, best route runner um, in the league, arguably. Yeah. Um, his, his numbers are affected just because he's played with Adam Thielen. Uh, uh but like <laughs> yeah. he's over 300 catches in four years. Um, I think there's an argument that he's a better receiver than Adam Thielen. That's actually a really interesting conversation to have. Debate between
0: the two of yeah. them. Yeah. I think, uh, I think Diggs is more talented. I think he's the. I, I think he's the better player. Yeah. I think. He's no, the better I think player. so too.
1: And I, I, I don't feel. Yeah, right. no, no. So no I, love, I love, I love them wrong, both. Me too. Um. Yeah, but again, that I felt like
0: no-brainer pick. If I had to take one, it'd be Diggs, and I agree. Uh, this, I feel like this is a no-brainer. If they're sticking with the same position, I mean, this this first-round receiver core is uh is historic for the wrong reasons, I guess. Like almost. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and I mean, and uh, it's
1: funny you can use this draft, um, because mm-hmm. now we see the maybe the sl- slightly smaller, more athletic route runners go early, uh. But but yeah. like here it was betting on Kevin White, it was betting on Rashad Perriman, Parker. it was betting on Devontae Parker when the best receivers from this cla- class that didn't go in the first round were like Tyler Lockett and uh, Stephon Diggs. And then even in the next in the first 10 picks
0: in the second round, you had Devin yeah. Smith, uh, DGB, the GOAT, and Devin Funchess, So Yeah, I
1: think we've seen a change from that, like the value of route running <laughs> yeah. with like mm-hmm. guys like Lock and Diggs, and obviously Mark Cooper. Cooper. Uh, okay, yeah. eighth, the Falcons took Vic Beasley, who has been, to me, a pretty big disappointment. He had one big year. I, but, overrated player, I still I think, still, yeah. But, hey, in reality... Frank Clark. I know. I disagree. No,
0: I think it's just because of uh, old Danny Quinn, but he's not there yet. Uh, Wait,
1: I, no. I I think they go Grady okay. Jarrett. Oh,
0: See, it's like Grady it's, it's Jarrett's like a, a better
1: football player than Frank Clark. Grady Jarrett, they actually did mm-hmm. take. Uh, yeah, I yeah, know. Grady Jarrett didn't have any <laughs> off-field concerns. Not that I'm like trying to mix that in or anything. The, but Gr- Grady, Grady on. Jarrett's one of the most underrated three techs in the league. Uh, and I think Dan Quinn would, pref- like, it's more important for him to have this type of player than that I agree. type of player. I think Dan Quinn's more of a more focused on the interior. I know
0: he's he's thrown more picks in under his regime at the edge position. He's been more bang on when he, they
1: take interior guys, though, too.
0: Exactly. No, exactly. I, it's, I feel like it's because he hasn't found his guy and, like, tax flashed a bit in the future. We're in 2015 right now. Beasley, a little bit of flash. But, yeah, Jarrett was a home run pick from the start. Yeah.
1: Um and I think a lot of people – it's I, funny because I think a lot of people thought on draft Twitter like Grady Jarrett was the better Grady Clemson defensive lineman between him and Vic Beasley. And obviously Jarrett fell in the fifth round, which was mind-boggling because he was like one of those guys where everyone's like, how the F does this guy fall this far? We all know he's really good. He might be Look, slightly the undersized, good thing is, but whatever.
0: The good thing is that doesn't happen anymore. I th- Knock on wood because yeah. we saw that – if you're six foot and you're three oh five as an as a defensive tackle, we saw the syndrome of your I don't know. We saw later. Puna Ford
1: go undrafted last year, and it's <laughs> true. But he was five eleven. That's a different story. I like my <laughs> I like my <laughs> defensive tackle short. and Puna's sick. I do.
0: It's leverage. I don't know why they ever thought this was a bad thing. You don't want someone that's six seven. Like some. Well, like, hey, Jerry Tillery.
1: <laughs> but here's the thing, guys like Jerry Tillery who are that tall. Jerry Tillery plays with fantastic he plays leverage. With great leverage.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, nah. Like who's like Tony McDaniel was
1: serviceable, like and he's tall. Yeah,
0: like, like
1: the short defensive tackle is built-in leverage.
0: I, I know. See, I I do think uh, old Danny Quinn would covet Frank Clark too, but I, I'm it's hard to say because he literally did draft Grady Jarrett, and I think he's worth
1: a top ten pick. So so I'm cool with it. I'm cool with Grady Jarrett. All right, New York Giants picked ninth. They took horrible Eric Flowers, the offensive tackle for Miami. <laughs> yeah. Um. Just looking back, this was during the time they had Andre Williams as their RB1. I think you it's hard <laughs> I don't believe in drafting running backs super early. I think it's hard to say they like not going Todd Gurley. Yeah,
0: I mean, this looking back, it's a good group of uh running backs to be honest. Yeah,
1: Todd Gurley, uh David Johnson, Melvin Gordon, Melvin Gordon. And yeah, um I just think, like, this would be them addressing the Saquon Barkley pick but doing it earlier, and then they can go draft Sam Darnold.
0: <laughs> no, I agree. I think running back is the spot. And, yeah, it was Orleans Darkwood, Rashid Jennings, uh, Shane Vereen, and Andre Williams to running back and, for
1: them. And, and also we mentioned the offensive line. Like, there's not really there's a no great offensive lineman to take this early. Uh, and, nope. like, Gurley has been one of the five best running backs in the league, three-time All-Pro, Offensive Player of the Year, Rookie of the Year adds everything that their offense would. And this was before Eli was like hot trash where you might've got, if you could insert this type of player with, I think Eli this season, yeah. like this 2014 season was like pretty serviceable still. So if you gave him a player like was, Todd Gurley, then like you might've been able he was warm to warm trash. Yeah. You might've trash. been able to get some more production of
0: that team. You know what's funny too? If we did this two years ago, the pick would have been David Johnson, right? Uh,
1: I think it'd be closer. It'd be closer. Yeah, that's fair. I'm just, I'm just saying. I mean, like Todd Gurley had in four years has been three, three All Pros. The one bad year was more Jeff Fisher and just the Rams being a shit show. Like then it was his fault. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Um,
0: but uh. Uh, yeah, I mean, Gurley's been pretty solid in the passing game, but, you know, David Johnson... Well, when guy, McVay but...
1: got there, like, the last two years, Todd Gurley's been one of the best yeah. pass-catching running backs in the league. And, yeah, where David Johnson's just pure, uh, like, his own
0: ability, you know what I mean? You don't, you don't have to scheme it. Uh, as a pass-catcher?
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's very mm-hmm. I would say, yeah, overall, David Johnson's the better pass-catcher. I Yeah, more talented and
0: more natural. I mean, he played receivers, so, yeah. I agree. Todd Gurley is plus. It's New York. They're going
1: to draft Todd Gurley. I agree with you. Um. Okay. The Rams obviously took Todd Gurley. With him off the board, I think, okay, you could just insert, insert Melvin Gordon or David Johnson if you wanted to. I I was looking at the idea of they wanted to make Tavon Austin this thing. They also had a shitty receiver core at the time. I think, like, yeah. legit, I think this, you, this might be a little rich for you. I think Tyler Lockett's a legit conversation to have here. Like you, you can't, uh, you can't tell me anything's too rich for
0: Tyler loss Just He's one of my cause think
1: about this. Like he is, what Tavon Austin is supposed to be in terms of a return man, and overall receiver. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. But like, way fucking better. Pretty much. I, this
0: receiving core. I'm just looking. Yeah, at it's, it. it's really so bad.
1: bad. I was looking at it earlier. It's like I, I forgot Welker was oh like, like Kenny team. Britt was their star. Yeah,
0: I remember Kenny Britt like having some weird big plays against the Seahawks, I, and I hated him. Um,
1: uh, I'm just thinking what else we can do. Like, like you could definitely like if you wanted to keep going or still go running back. Like you could go David Johnson.
0: I think I think the receiver pick makes more sense than the running back pick. I think so too. Um. Okay,
1: throw it sure. in. Sure. Let's do it. Tyler Lockett. I don't want to yeah, just command I don't everything, but
0: no, no, no. no. If, if I'm gonna trust me, if you upset me, I'm gonna say something. Oh shit! Well, I I, you're not gonna not upset me, about... <laughs> You're not going to upset me about Tyler Lockett Love, don't worry I think it makes sense I I hate to say this, but I think he might look good in uh, blue and gold I hate to say it, in, it in the St. It. Louis blue and gold, because it
1: was the St. Louis Rams
0: Oh, yeah, that's what, You knew I meant that <laughs>
1: uh, Okay, 11th, the Vikings took Michigan State corner Trey Wayne's. Remember how surprising that was at the time? Yeah. yeah And I guess it didn't work out, did it? No Um uh, this is kind of another no-brainer where it's there was a guy at that position who's way way better, and to me, like Byron Jumpman Jones here would have been. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine if their mm-hmm. corner tandem was him and Xavier Rhodes. Like, those two contrast each other perfectly. I know that's, that's and then a, that's a fun Mike Hughes group. at nickel, and in this scenario, Byron Jones would never have been forced to play safety <laughs> instead of playing, being an all-pro corner instead, of, like right away instead yeah. of being just a solid safety. Yeah, yeah. So I like it, and I,
0: I, I think Zim would have fun with Byron
1: Jones. Yeah, exactly. Like Byron Byron Jones would be coveted by Mike Zimmer, so we can write that one in. Yeah, they should
0: have overdrafted Byron
1: Jones, but and not been an overdraft. That's fair? In in, in reality, twelfth uh, overall, the Cleveland Browns took nose tackle Danny, Danny Sheldon. Sheldon from Washington. Uh, at the time it was fun there was this before we all officially agreed that uh, outside Dave Gettleman that you shouldn't take no tackles early <laughs> um I think this is the spot Frank Clark could land
0: Mhm uh the
1: those Browns teams didn't have any stub pass rushers at, I mean, it's kind of almost with how bad that team was. It'd just be best player available. Uh, but yeah, that's
0: why when you're taking a nose tackle is weird. But I love Danny Shelton. So,
1: so like, and I think like Frank Clark, you're getting a double-digit sack guy um, who's got Pro Bowl potential, and just the maybe the best player available at the most important non QB position.
0: I yeah, I think that's right. And. Uh Cleveland Browns drafted uh, Nate Orchard
1: over Frank Clark. So. Yeah, t- tough.
0: I mean, they can't, they can't. They can't. They
1: can't do it again, can they? <laughs> All right, so we'll write that one down. Uh, New Orleans Saints, 13th overall, took Stanford offensive lineman Andres Pete, turned him to Ugard. Um, he, he has more Pro Bowl. Guard. Yeah, he he so has some a Pro Bowl, but low key. One of the best offensive linemen in the NFL One of the best, maybe the best guard Or second best guard One of the five best guards in the NFL Went in this draft and he's never made a Pro Bowl His name's Shaq Mason and that's the guy I'm going to throw out there At first I thought you were talking about Andres Peet I'm like wait I wish
0: (laughs) No, I See, I think if you're going to this position I think there's a conversation I had between uh, Marpet and
1: uh, Shaq Shaq Mason, okay (laughs) Shaq Mason's on, legit on. one of the five best guards in football right now. Let me finish.
0: I think Shaq's the better player. I was about to say, but but like and significantly. I think Shaq... Yeah, I don't. I, I like Mark. I'm a Mark fan. I like him too. But, Mark... like, Shaq Mason's been very good. Um, and I think he would fit that uh,
1: that Saints offensive line really well too. Imagine if instead of just Pete, that current offensive line had Jack Mason.
0: I like. Uh... It's, it's, like, the thing. Like, I love looking back at the past
1: drafts and doing what-ifs, but also it's, like, so futile because you're like, why the fuck didn't they do these things? Also, at the same time, Shaq Mason being Shaq Mason, coming from that triple option mm-hmm. at Georgia Tech, probably yeah. has a whole lot to do with Dante Skarniecki coaching him. I, I agree. So, I, I, I agree. like you said, it's fun to look at, but, it, like, also you got to think about things like that.
0: Mm-hmm. But for us, uh, you're stupid New Orleans. Why don't you take Shaq Mason, Completely. baby?
1: Okay, the Dolphins took uh, training camp superstar... Bonte- Devonte Parker, receiver to <laughs> Louisville. This, Can I do a
0: quick detour? I, I hate, like, oh, this guy's having an amazing camp. Because, like, how many times does that really well, work Deva- out? Devontae Parker has it set every year. Uh, he does, exactly. And they're right every year, so. The, yeah, anyway, I, I,
1: I, I'm kind of, I don't like to say it, but I'm kind of buying a little bit of that stock.
0: Look, until I see it week one, I don't, I don't, I don't buy He's going to be injured
1: week one, so come on. <laughs>
0: That was mean. I I, I laughing It that. was mean.
1: I know. I feel bad for laughing, but Okay. True. This is this is kind of a strange spot cuz I don't know that there's a receiver worth this pick. Mhm. Uh I do know this. Our- the Dolphins were not very good on defense, and Eric Kendricks is a really good football player, and that's a guy I was kind of thinking about here. I, if you're looking at defense, I think there's a Decent amount of guys, though. Yeah, there. you, you, there's a couple DBs. There's some interesting edge uh, rushers. Yeah. Uh, safeties? There's some safeties what? to play with? Uh, Like Demarius Randall, Quandre Diggs, Adrian yeah. Amos. Uh, but the, they they, 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 they didn't, like, yeah. necessarily, they didn't need one super bad.
0: No, they they still had uh, a... Shad Jones, when he was, re- Jones. And he was much really good then. When he was like one of the most underrated players yeah. in the league, yeah. Um, wait, who, who's your throwback? Uh, I said him? Eric Kendricks. They're really shitty linebacker core. Yeah, though, I'm just gonna pop the roster open for a sec. If I, I wish I could tell the Dolphins they're like four years away from uh, changing their jerseys back to the throwbacks. By the way, I'm just thinking off the top of my head. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Kate, okay, can I can I say Jelani Jenkins? Low key, I kind of like him. He's but, <laughs> not good, but he follows me on Twitter. <laughs> that's big respect I liked him in college um, that's a really bad uh, linebacking yeah core. I'm literally in. old Kelvin Scherker. all right step, focus I know I'm just having v- fun I'm sorry Rob I'm sorry man I like, I like talking football with you I'm sorry take care Kendricks I'm cool with it it's a good uh, good linebacking uh, draft too to be honest yeah kind of so, a little so bit of key because like not like pro bowl guys just good football players yeah and you'll hear some other names later I don't want to spoil them but yeah I
1: agree uh okay the San Diego Chargers took Melvin Gordon at fifteen. Obviously, Wisconsin running back. I think they do it again.
0: Uh, with the way the
1: draft has fallen, uh, me, yeah. I mean, he's been one of the quietly more I've important always, running. Like I, I did not like Melvin Gordon coming out, and I I've did. done I such like a three sixty on him. I, he's like mm-hmm. I very much enjoy watching him.
0: Slow starter though, right to his career, like. It, he wasn't 100% healthy. That was an issue with him early in his career. Yeah, he's always had nagging injuries, it's felt like. Exactly. Like, just dings and knee stuff. Yeah. They were going say dings
1: and dunks. And I was gonna <laughs> yeah, man. Me too. Dings and dunks and knee stuff. Uh, but, yeah, so, like, I don't know. To, to me, he's been a really great fit in what they've done. And when he's healthy, mm-hmm. he's one of the best running backs in the league.
0: Yeah, I mean... Uh, He's still worth a first-round pick, and that's hard to say with uh, running backs. Well, so not because none there. of
1: them are worth a first-round pick.
0: No. <laughs> that's what I mean. It's, very, it's difficult for me to say it. Like, I try to like, put that, that aside
1: mind. when doing this, especially because the running backs pan out a lot better than some of these other guys. It's a
0: good, pretty good group of running backs. Like, like dude Johnson, you're not going to draft him here, but it's like,
1: a good running back. You know what yeah. I mean? He just wants out a clue of Cleveland.
0: I just, and I don't play him, right. to be
1: honest. Six, so we're going Melvin Gordon, right? Yeah. All right. 16th the Houston Texans took one of my guys who's not good. Week Forest corner <laughs> Kevin Johnson. <laughs> You'll never stop uh loving Kevin Johnson. I the,
0: I, I respect that. They I respect
1: they have that. a couple options just go DB in general here. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. Like uh but I think one one guy who would have been a perfect fit especially in that locker room, JJ Watt. Uh, Alabama safety Landon Collins. I think that's the right choice. I mean, uh... he's to me he's the best DB in this class. Yeah, he uh, outside is. like like he, he's not as good as Byron Jones. Uh, but I agree. But like he, agree. He, he's it's just because corner is more valuable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he's just a really good fit for that team, and at the time yeah. they weren't desperate for corners. Like, they took Kevin Johnson not bad. Like, they had A.J. Bouye. They had Jonathan really Joseph. Yeah. Cream Jack. Yeah, man. like, it, it wasn't um the same need for them then as it is right now. And yeah. safety is I'm a like, bigger need.
0: Yeah, Quentin Demps was starting. Hall, they didn't really know. What they had Ray Moore was on the team. But, like, yeah, I think Landon Collins is the right choice. I think – and, again, like, I totally agree. He fits that locker room so well.
1: Yeah, and – like I I think he would still he, he'd probably be in a better situation. I mean he's made yeah. he's made uh three Pro Bowls, but I, I think he'd be even better had he ended up on a team like Houston instead of the Giants.
0: I agree and I think the Texans would be a lot better and, for And it that's too. another
1: guy who like everyone was like this guy should go in the first round, and then he slipped to the second round. Yeah, early, like really the
0: first or second pick, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. Uh summer is the best time of the year, AJ. We're talking vacation. Uh, the beach lots of sun, and of course, sports. While you're sipping on your favorite beverage by the pool, find out what that is at the end of the show, why not get a little action on the games? Whether you like the MLB, MMA, golf, or anything else, MyBookie is the place to bet. Their mobile site is easy to use and allows you to make bets from anywhere. No hassle, no waiting in line, no need to get off the couch. Now is the perfect time to replenish your bank account after that vacation, and to make sure you've got plenty of bankroll come football season. Maybe you want to drop a futures bet on next year's NBA champion, the Toronto Raptors, or (laughs) back your favorite player to win the Heisman Trophy, uh, Justin Herbert. we got to look at Heisman odds, by the way. Yes, we do. My bookie wants you to have as much fun as possible this summer. And what's more fun than winning money while watching sports? Nothing. Just visit mybookie.ag today to get started. Then try your luck at outsmarting the odds makers. But wait! Oh. If, you're depo- if you deposit with promo code HEAVEN today, mybookie will give you a 50% deposit bonus. That's promo code HEAVEN. At mybookie, you play you when you get paid. What's that promo code again? Heaven. Thanks. Smart to bet now and make money now so you can bet more later during football season. Yeah,
0: you forget about your bets and then you look back and you're like, oh, fuck,
1: this is looking pretty good. Just bet, 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 and then you can get more to bet with. You know, yep, you know who took a bet? At 17, the San Francisco 49ers drafted Oregon <laughs> defensive lineman Eric Armstead.
0: You know what they did? They doubled down on Oregon defensive line the next year. But we'll get there in like, 365 <laughs> yeah. days. Tune in
1: next year where we... <laughs> Make sure they take the force Buckner again. <laughs> uh, I think this time around they go Trey Flowers. I think that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, yeah. just like Armstead was this weird tweener on upside. No one really liked the pick. Everyone kind of knew Buckner no. was the better player too. And uh, the, like yeah. Armstead's been quite like meh. Like I think he's good enough to be a rotational player on a lot of defensive lines. But like mm-hmm. Trey Flowers would have been such a perfect fit on the edge. And then that yeah. way they don't have to, either they wouldn't have had to take Nick Bosa in theory. Well, that's, that's going to work. Or out. they wouldn't have had to trade for it and pay D Ford. I think that would have been the the better not the better not move that makes I, sense. I I agree too. Uh, and yeah. and in this scenario also, Solomon Thomas could have just played interior D line right away. Came, uh, I think we have to mention that every podcast yes, by law. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that feels like the slam dunk pick. Um,
0: we get kind of weird from the rest of the way out. To be honest, yeah, a lot of them are be a little wonky. Uh,
1: 18, the Chiefs took Washington corner Marcus Peters, who very interesting, very up and down career. Again, if we did this two years ago,
0: he would have been gone by now, right? Probably,
1: he's made. Uh, yeah. Was he? He's made two Pro Bowls, two All Pros. He was the defensive rookie of the year, ball hawk, but tends like also. Risky, so he gets beat and gambles a lot. He was really bad with the Rams this past year. Yeah. Uh, his first two years in Kansas City, I think he was one of the most exciting corners in football. Big hit for
0: me at the off the, the top of his selection, but yeah, um,
1: I I think they do it again if they. they're sorry, they they wouldn't do it again. It's sorry, what I tried to say. Uh, if if you stick at the position, I. I like,
0: do, it, do you take Ronald? I Darby think
1: that around? I think if you were to go corner again like that, it, the conversation the would be him or Ronald Darby.
0: Can I just say Ronald Darby fits
1: them very nicely though. Ronald Darby under. Remember how good he was in his first year in Buffalo.
0: Yeah, Darby is an underrated. Player, he was playing really well before he right? got hurt. It, the
1: injuries. Yeah, he, the injuries he, the last. Like two he would have got or a or massive thing. payday if he wasn't injured.
0: Yeah, he would have. Um, but I, yeah, uh, this, I think a weird corner class. I'm going to toss this out day. though.
1: Yeah, Penn mm-hmm. State safety Adrian Amos.
0: I think I think Adrian Amos is the better football player
1: right now than Marcus Peters and Ronald. I Hardy. think so too. I think him and, uh, he he's got the ability to play either safety spot. Pairing him with mm-hmm. Eric Berry in his prime would have been exciting, giving you one of the best very safety nice. duos. Yeah. Uh, they also had some uncertainty with Eric Berry just because of injuries too, so it'd be a little bit of insurance at that mm-hmm. position. Yeah, no,
0: exactly. You, I, you, you make very, the call uh, though. No, I'm very cool with the pick. I'm just, I was just looking at their, uh, I mean, fan favorite, friend of the show, Daniel Sorensen was talking. Hey, about hey,
1: one. that's just a
0: dime linebackers. He's his own man. Couple, couple personal favorites of mine. Ron Parker always thought he was an underrated player. Not great, but underrated. Tavon Branch, good Madden player because of the speed. Yeah, they needed help with that at that strong safety spot. Eric Berry, obviously great, but yeah, you're right. Insurance, um, the corner spot, they had, they had nothing there. They got Steven Nelson later. In they always draft, need but... TVs. <laughs> they do. Yeah, I think, I think it, maybe less of a glaring hole at safety, obviously because you're like, okay, Barry, you you know just fix this whole fucking back end for us, which they've been doing for years, but. Uh, I think Amos is the better player,
1: and I think they couldn't go
0: wrong doing
1: it. Okay, that. so I'm Ni- 19th. The Cleveland Browns took Florida State Center Cameron Irving, who was horrible, but now he's like okay yeah. for the Chiefs. He's alright. Yeah,
0: like he's serviceable. I think if
1: the, the the like this time around, you take just an offensive weapon and you go David Johnson. Their offense had I- very little for Johnny Manziel to work with, <laughs> so if you could get him just. Hold on, are you are
0: you saying it? Are you saying if if Johnny Manziel had David I'm Johnson? I'm saying he he is, Pando, he's
1: Baker Mayfield. Look, I can't say can't say no to
0: this pick. Then if you believe
1: that, but like <laughs> seriously, they they just need a, a really strong offensive weapon, and there aren't any other really than David Johnson.
0: No, <laughs> not really. Like uh, David Johnson's the most talented uh, skill position player. On the yeah, and when he's healthy, he's one of the. Definitely 10 best running backs, maybe 5. And, I mean, they, later they went with Duke Johnson, so they knew they needed someone to catch the football out of the backfield. And they've misused right? Duke Johnson for most of his career. Yeah, they know what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> they knew they needed running back because the crow was okay, but nothing great. They knew they needed someone to catch the ball. I'm cool. I think that I think the David Johnson pick makes a lot of sense. All right,
1: we'll write that one in. Okay, this right. this is an interesting spot. This is a pick I had maybe my most trouble with. The Eagles took USC receiver Nelson Aguilar. They're not doing that again. Do it again. No, <laughs> I think he sucks. That's just me, though. I don't
0: think he's a first round no. player, but I don't
1: hate him that much. Uh, I had a hard time deciding who they would go this time around. And this might be a little wild card, but I was thinking this guy. Because, okay, they didn't need Edge at all. And, like, Edge is kind of the most talented position left. Yeah, uh, There's a handful of DBs they could have looked at. Linebackers. I wrote in one of the best nickels in the league in Bryce Callahan.
0: Oh, okay. I didn't think that's where you're going to go. Um, interesting. There's a, couple, You know what's funny? There's a couple um, eventual Eagles that are still on the board that I like, which is funny. But anyways, Bryce Callahan, that's interesting. They need a nickel at the time if I'm just off the top of the dome here. Yeah. Receiver like the Angler pick was a little out of left field. I I don't think pre draft anyone thought he was going to be a good guy. It's funny because
1: he of the USC receivers in that stretch Mm -hmm. of time, it felt like they had one every year who, as Mm -hmm. an under or as a sophomore, would go off and then as a junior, kind of disappoint, and then they never go in the first round. But he did.
0: That's I know very funny. Uh, Ooh Callahan. Uh, Sorry, I'm just I'm mulling this one over. There's so many ex Seahawks on that secondary. It's weird. Anyways, uh, I'm looking at the linebacker spot because I, I, I'm kind ca- of, I kind of want them to get an inside linebacker. But Michael Kendricks still playing
1: good football for them at that point. Yeah, I think I also think Bryce Callahan's better at what he does than the linebackers available. Yeah, like
0: Quan uh, and McKinney. Who was I? Quan's on a they, day, they, they took
1: Jordan Hicks in this
0: draft too. And Jordan Hicks is my third linebacker right now. Who I think uh, do it over. Is he a first round guy? Uh, no. I don't know. Maybe not. Borderline? Yeah. <sighs> See, I know that the, uh, the the Eagles would be very forward-thinking with doing this. Yeah, I, I know and this because this is
1: before we've all fully, finally been a Nichols its own thing. This is Chip
0: Kelly running the show. <laughs> and uh, Howie's kind of the, the backseat guy right now and all right, let's do it. Right. Fuck it. I, let's, let's, I'm like being different, Rob. I think I like being forward. Bruce Callen is just under-read and deserves to be talked about. And, like, for him to... Like, if you if you were trying to take him in, like, 13, I wouldn't let it happen. But in the 20s, let's do it. Hell yeah.
1: Uh, okay. 20 Bud Dupree. 21. Talk. The Bengals are on the clock. They took Cedric Aboye, yeah. Texas A&M, off a tackle originally. I... I this is tough but in hindsight if you're looking for a right tackle Trent Brown I st- oh t- fuck it for forgot about Trent Brown
0: Trent Brown's the best right tackle available
1: yeah and, and like I Rob, Rob he- Havenstein is also a good option like I think he's very no, very Brad. solid but I just think I mean again it, a lot of it has to like he was a solid very very solid right tackle in San Francisco but obviously Dante Skarniecki and the Patriots turned him into a borderline pro Bowl left tackle last year and mm-hmm. uh, I mean, if the Bengals had him right now as the right tackle, think about how sick their offensive line would look. You know what's – I totally agree. You know what's funny?
0: I know nothing's really – I mean, new coach, but nothing's really changed there in Cincinnati. Yeah. But look, look at the tackles they did draft in this draft. Uh, oh, boy. And then Jake Fisher, who are, like, kind of the option of Trent Brown. But today's Bengals, I think no doubt Trent Brown is their Plus, guy. Plus Mike which Brown is, knows
1: who he is because he played in SEC
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I think that's a funny switch. Like they try to be athletic and whatnot, but uh, Trent Brown makes a lot more sense for what they do now. And like,
1: you know yeah, hundred I mean? percent. Plug it in. Let's do it. Tramp All right. Pittsburgh Steelers. They took. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I was in on Bud Dupree. Kentucky <laughs> edge rusher. I hated Jarvis Jones, but I love. Yeah, like Jarvis Jones. I was super not in on bad pick. Um, so bad, yeah. And Bud Dupree's not like a. Horrible bust. <laughs> like he's he fine. He's fine. He's
0: fine. Like twenty second pick.
1: No, no. but he's like fine. if they took him in the third round, or oh, like yeah. you'd be but, like, oh, yeah, this like, is fine. This is through the pick. Yeah, considering like if this was Preston Smith, and Preston Smith was the compliment opposite T.J. Watt, can I? Preston Smith seems like a pitcher? I know. Like, he's not, like, some super freak athlete. He's just strong, like, overall football player. Mm-hmm. I think, mm-hmm. like, better pass rusher, definitely, than Buddy Pree. Better run defender. Obviously, he just got a big payday, too. Um, I think Preston was better than Zadarius Smith, by the way. I, we've always both been big Preston Smith fans, though. Yeah, but i just surprised Zadarius Smith got more money than Preston Smith from the same team. I am um, too, but Cedric uh, Smith. Yeah, but like I, Baltimore will like, do that. If right? if Preston Smith was the guy opposite T.J. Watt, that there's a lot more upside than that. Then,
0: and you know this, like, should the Steelers look somewhere else, like a different position? Probably, but can they say no to uh, edge? They can't. They never do. Edge and linebackers, they just can't say no. Let's
1: let's do it. I like Preston Smith. I think he'd be still a Steeler right now if they took him. Probably. Yeah. Uh, okay, the Broncos, first time around, took Missouri edge rusher Shane Ray, who slid cause, uh, like, off-field stuff and never really put it together yeah. in Denver. Uh, no. It's been uh, up and down. Talented. Like, flashes, but, yeah. but yeah. yeah. You mentioned this guy earlier. I'm thinking Hobart offensive lineman Ali Marpet. I,
0: also, you know what? I think Ali Marpet is a fine Denver Bronco. I like that. He
1: also gives you the option to play him anywhere on the interior, and they just – they haven't had their
0: off the line figured out. Like millennia. even when Peyton Manning was
1: there and they were good, oh, it was yeah. like more like Peyton getting, Manning was making up for. Like I remember Zane Beatles made a Pro Bowl and like signed <sighs> somewhere and was not good. Zane Beatles <laughs>
0: was never good. But you're yeah. you're right. There was a little uh, Zane Beetles, Yeah. Um, and they're getting a uh, Yao Man's workout of well, the right tackle from Canada. What's his name? I'm right, making stuff up. Wait, uh, what? Oh, Orlando with, Franklin. With, yeah. Not, yeah, Franklin. Franklin. Sorry, Orlando, friend of the show. Not not on the team at the time, but they were getting Yam's work under the the area from him. Uh yeah, I think Marpet's the right pick. Uh uh Luis Vasquez was okay for them at the time. Evan Mathis was on the roster, but like uh, Yeah, you know, it was nice at to the end. Yeah, they ended up drafting Max Garcia, so they knew they needed card help. Like I think uh I think Marpet's the, the right yeah. pick
1: here up. Uh, and then 24th Arizona Cardinals took Florida off to tackle D.J. Humphreys. Remember they didn't yeah. play him even a snap as a rookie? Yeah, that was weird. And uh, he I had some flashes, but ultimately I think they'd be in a lot better shape if they had Wisconsin's Rob Havenstein.
0: I think just more of a solid player. You know what you got they, in him. He's your ta- right tackle. Yeah, yes, sir, they just I...
1: ultimately need starting quality above average offensive lineman, and that is what he is.
0: And, like, not
1: like absolutely. They need certain quality above average offensive linemen, but they also just need consistent. Yeah. And he on that, on offensive Like, line. he's not a guy who gets a ton of hype, but he's been, like, I think there's an argument he's one of the 10 best right tackles in football. Yeah. He's, no, he's I mean, up there. It might he's, not even be an argument. There. He's just in there.
0: He's in there. He's in there. He's in there. And quietly, but you're right. He's mm-hmm. in there. Uh, okay.
1: 25th, the Panthers took Washington linebacker Shaq Thompson still an interesting I think like do they just do it again do you take Quan over Shaq oh no I wouldn't take Quan Alexander
0: you hate Quan Alexander I,
1: I don't think he's gonna go in the first round of this
0: he's like he's fine I'm not a huge fan. I, I also
1: think Shaq Thompson hasn't really had that opportunity to truly shine because he kind of mm-hmm. had to play that same role while Thomas Davis was there as the Will, and this is like Shaq Thompson. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And like, there's been flashes, um, and he's 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 quite young too. Like, like for example, I think David Johnson's twenty-seven, where Sha- Shaq Thompson is uh, twenty-five. Like he's young. He was
0: one of the younger players in the draft. He, uh, he's a nineteen ninety four birthday. He just turned twenty five. Yeah. Months.
1: So uh, and just the ultimate athletic upside, and he just hasn't had that chance. I I still believe is Thompson can be a very very good football player, and he's been a solid one so far. Yeah, I, I like. Uh, you,
0: you definitely at that at twenty five. You cannot say he's a bust or anything. He's panned out. He's panned out, right? And
1: and, and I think, like you said, this is his year to really see what he is.
0: Yeah, I mean, if we did this a year later, he might not be here or he might be higher. And mm-hmm. So let's just stick him where he, he belongs. 25th. So the okay,
1: Panthers. Baltimore made a horrible decision at 26 and took UCF receiver Bershad Perriman. Uh, there's a, there's a, a, a DB here who just seems really Baltimore Raven y to me. And it might seem a bit rich, but I also made you take Bryce Callahan for the Eagles earlier, so maybe not. <laughs> uh, Quadre Diggs, the Texas safety. Who's obviously the Lion safety now. You're, you're Nickel yeah, slash safety. You're
0: a huge quadri. He's one of my favorite players.
1: Yeah, I had taxes too. Yeah, he, he was the background of my laptop for a bit, for some reason. <laughs> wait,
0: wait, how did that
1: happen? I was like weighing on quadre digs. I don't know why.
0: <laughs> okay. I, look, I, I don't think I can say no to you then. <laughs> doesn't he seem see like a raven here.
1: though just with the versatility being able to play safety yeah. nickel corners tough as hell mm-hmm. just a really smart high football IQ guy yeah no I, I like a he
0: seems like a Baltimore Raven I, I'm does. just forcing
1: you to do this so we can get get through it quick
0: you know I know i am I'm, I'm tired I'm running
1: off. yeah now I'm taking enough. advantage of you being so tired you don't have the fight in you
0: can I just be honest though i, I just want you to be happy. thank you and I am and and
1: Let's take digs. Okay, twenty take- seventh. The Dallas Cowboys <laughs> took Byron Jumpman Jones, the, the Good lead athlete from UConn. Made him a safety for most for first three years of career. Then realized he's a corner and he became an all pro. He's gone. <laughs> um, if they wanted that type of safety, Demarius Randall is that type of safety. I don't disagree. And I don't disagree. He, I know he. he it's funny because Byron Jones was miscast as a safety. For the first yeah. three years of his career in Dallas, and then became an all-pro corner. Randall was miscast as a corner for the first three years of his career in Green Bay. Then got moved to Cleveland, was a much better safety.
0: I uh, the the thing is, and I if they drafted Demarius Randall, he's playing corner. No, he's not. I'm not. I won't let that. No, happen. because okay, you're not... but they're stupid. Stop! Like, Don't I, wreck this for me. Okay, let's take Randall, but you know what's going to happen. Yeah, I another. do. Either but uh, but, but they'll
1: move him to his correct position after three years instead of trading him. It's okay okay. <laughs> okay. okay. I hope so. One of the weirdest picks of this is the Detroit Lions took Duke guard Lakin Tomlinson. Who, Can I say I was in on Lakin Tomlinson? I, but it, I, if I remember correctly, most people liked him. We just all liked him it's on cause day. He's such a likable fucking dude. But too. we all liked him on day two, and it was a shock that he mm. went in the first round. And then Detroit mm-hmm. gave up on him really quickly. And he's been he's a he's a quality starter now in San Francisco. Yeah, yeah I just I, for me like a
0: solid football yeah. player, and I liked him a lot off the field. Yeah, in, intelligent guy. And he's he's
1: just weird kind of career arc. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they gave up on him really quickly. If quick, if Detroit does again, I. I I just I don't want to stick and pick because it didn't work out for him there and it worked out for him somewhere else. What about Andres Pete here? Who I I rip on, but he's made a Pro Bowl. Um, if he ended up in Detroit, like I don't think he's the best player available, but he might be the best offensive yeah. lineman available in a bad class. Yeah, I'm. I'm just gonna skim like quick, Mitch. Mitch
0: Morse. Mitch Morse is uh, Daryl yeah, Daryl Williams. Should... If you're going tackle, maybe. I think Mitch Morse might be, I don't know. They're close. They're close. I think Mitch Morse is a better football player. Yeah. Do you want to do Mitch Morse? I, I just want to look at the okay. roster super. Okay, clear. yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I, I, I think they're they're close, but I think I would take Mitch. Also, is it, is it Mitch Morse just
1: signed the most money a center's ever signed for? Right. Which is still weird, but yeah, but he did, and. I think someone's really going to pay on just Pete an insane amount. I don't even know why I said on just Pete originally. Cause Mitch Morse is a better interior offensive lineman. Yeah. I'm just,
0: uh, Larry Warford, they're getting work from him. They had no, they had no center on this team. It was Gabe Eichert and Braxton. Mitch mm-hmm. Mitch Morse. Mitch Morris. Oh yeah. Cause Warford was good at the time. Warford's uh, still good. Don't act like he's not. Oh, I know. I know. i but he was like, yeah. I remember committed. when
1: he, he came in on fire with the lions. He did. Yeah.
0: I liked Larry Warford. Um, Manny Ramirez was serviceable at the other guard spots. Uh,
1: like, well, better than... But, like, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Guard, you, you, Gabe Eichert you, 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 and yeah. Braxton Cave. Hey, come on. Gabe Eichert so, yeah, does, uh, like, Oklahoma radio now. That's sick. Okay, let's take Gabe Eichert. <laughs> Mitch Marsh, that, that That's a better pick, uh, yeah.
0: and we figured yeah. it out. Uh,
1: okay. Philip Dorsett. Indianapolis Colts shocked the world with Ryan Grigson being GM and taking Miami receiver Philly Dorsett, who's a, sup- a Super Philly. Bowl champion. Um. Thank you for saying that I think You Like there's not a receiver I would take here really Like I don't want to take Jamison Crowder mm-hmm. Nelson Aguilar Or Tyler, Tyrell Williams No I no, think no, no, Ro- I Ronald care. Darby here though They didn't have a great Corner group No And I think I know
0: I said uh, Darby was a good fit, wherever the fuck I said earlier. Also, where was it? It doesn't even matter because you're just saying things. I know. I'm just saying things. I'm just rambling, man. Uh, I, think, I think he's a good fit in Indianapolis, too. Uh, I like Ronald Darby. I think he could be a really good corner, like, anywhere. like he's a nice a corner. just corner. General. He is. yes. Um, yeah. Their uh, their corner group was very bad. I mean, Vontae Diaz is, is... Yeah. It?
1: Uh, okay. That's it. The Packers took Demarius Randall and made him play corner when they shouldn't have. Marcus Peters is yeah. still here. I think this is a good spot for him. They bet
0: on I I still think Marcus Peters, when it's all said and done, you're still betting on him in the first round. Oh,
1: 100 percent right? Like if you yeah. j- he has just to put his stat production perspective, in four years he has twenty-two interceptions. Mm-hmm. I mean, Which, I, I was a huge Marcus Peters fan coming out of And Washington. Ronald Darby has six. And, like, I'm not, like, interceptions <laughs> are overrated. But, like, yeah. And Demar Randall has 14. And, like, Byron Jones has, like, two. Um, <laughs> yeah. but, but just my point being, he does get burned. He is in that mold of kind of take plays off at times and seem like he's not all yeah. in. But he does create turnovers. And there are a few things more important than turnovers.
0: I agree. Uh, I think like like I said, all said and done, I think you're gambling on him again.
1: Yeah. Thirty uh, first overall, the New Orleans Saints took Clemson linebacker Stephon Anthony. Okay, quickly, how much did you like Stephon Anthony? Not enough to take him in the first round. I was a big
0: Stephon. Hey, you and friend of the show Casey were. Casey, yeah, we both loved him. And I was like, I was like, when they happened, I'm like, ah, oh, they got him in the Jimmy Graham pick slot. I was like, oh, oh shucks. I uh. No, I don't feel I, bad at all. I was,
1: but I mean Jimmy sucks. But yeah, I sorry. was quite in on a uh, different linebacker though. Who's available? Jordan Hicks? No, 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 and it's and it's not Quan Alexander. McKinney. Yeah, I love Benardrick McKinney. Him and Zach Cunningham. You do it. You know how much I love oh, Zach Cunningham, I, though. I, you were huge. I, know,
0: I like I do, I do like Zach. Um, sorry, McKinney, Quan, and Hicks still on the board. How do you how do you rank them? McKinney, Hicks, Quan. How close between Quan and Hicks? Quite. Yeah, I think that's fair. I, I'm. Like, I think I go. I love Jordan Hicks, though, too, but the health issues. That, McKinney's my one. H- Hicks, um, health
1: issues, and he's not the yeah. greatest run defender in the world. Kwan yeah. is super athletic, just misses too many tackles, and freaks me out.
0: They're they're mm-hmm. really close for me. In
1: my heart, I want to say Hicks. I put on also, Mc- McKinney ended up in a really good spot for what he is in he he Houston, oh, like that sure. New England system. He is that type of linebacker. Um, yeah. But he would have been really interesting in New Orleans. uh who had a big issue at linebacker for years until basically now? Um, until they got Stephon Ant. yeah. yeah. Uh, so just to have him be there in a linebacker, I know he he's made uh, he's made like a, a, what a per, one
0: or two Pro Bowls, I think. This group of linebackers was brutal. It was Anthony, obviously, uh, Kasim Adibali. Darna Darnell at last legs, David Hawthorne. I love David Hawthorne, by the way. Uh, he was okay in New Orleans for those couple of years after leaving Seattle. Anyways, Ramon Humber, James Anderson, uh Kika Hale drafted later, and Michael
1: Mouty. That's a terrible group. Yeah. So I think sorry, m- David Hawthorne. I m- love you so much, but m- like McKinney isn't the same athlete as Hicks or Quan Alexander, but I just no, think he's a just better just football player. It. Yeah, he'd still be a starter on the New Orleans Yeah. Season, so Um, okay, we'll we'll do that. And then New England took Malcolm Brown. He was, mm-hmm. he's okay, he's fine. I think he'll be a... Uh, more impactful overall player in New Orleans. Uh now that he's signed over there. Yeah. Um but he's just a good run defender. Does an out a ton pass rush, but a good run defender. Uh mm-hmm. in a do over, Zidarius Smith just seems like a New England Patriots type player. But he also seems like a Baltimore Raven. Um <laughs> just yeah. the inside out ability, kind of play multiple front seven spots. I think he'd be a very good pick. What do you think?
0: I do too and like then you have Hightower, uh, Jamie Collins, and Zaire Smith. That's that'd be like the best group of linebackers they would have for well, Zaire Smith's right? an edge, but okay. Oh yeah, but I mean in the three four. Uh, yes, yeah. A- anyway, and well, who the fuck was the other inside linebacker? He right
1: also here? adds uh, the like he can play st- like in Baltimore he played standing up, he played hand in dirt, he played some five tech he kicked inside mm-hmm. in four man fronts like. And that just is a very New England thing, and they did that stuff with Trey Flowers, and they could do it with him.
0: Yeah, they could move them all over. So we want to do that? I like yeah, that. I uh, I'm just looking at, like, who else is still I like, I, I
1: have yeah. a little list of names that I also wrote down that I didn't, like, we didn't use. Uh, mm-hmm. Vic Beasley, Jameson Crowder, yeah. um, um, Andres P, Tyrell Williams, Henry Anderson, Randy Gregory, who I think if he wasn't so suspension prone, we would have had him go. Uh, Dante Fowler, Jordan Hicks, Tevin Coleman, Quan Alexander, Daryl Williams. Yeah, I mean like, uh, Perriman
0: borderline ish. Like after those guys. Oh, for a I'm second, you through. meant
1: Rashad Perriman, but you meant Denzel Perriman? Oh no, D- Denzel. Yeah, I'm sorry. Chumhat. <laughs> yeah. D- <laughs> Denzel
0: Perriman. Like, like I said, low key good. Uh, linebacking um, draft. Yeah. Uh, then, like, a couple of good running backs, Coleman and Ajay, but, like, uh, you know, you know Ajay was Ajayi. always hurt. Yeah, like, Duke is fun, too, but not a first round guy. Um, Sorry, I'm just. Yeah. Because I just want guys I wanted to talk about. Henry Anderson, again, I th- I thought he might have been able to sneak into this, but.
1: He's um, a bit of a New England type player.
0: Yeah, but I think Smith makes yeah, more sense. Yeah. I agree. Um, Williams, okay. I'm just looking through the fucking draft.
1: All right. Are you done looking through it?
0: no I got, I'm on the fourth okay. round
1: well <laughs> that's it for us at armchair Ar- I mean seven rounds in heaven I'm losing my mind <laughs> Indeed, dinner. Um, you can follow me on twitter at NFL, you can follow AJ at AJ Marchese 13 you can follow armchair at ACL Americans at armchair NFL new way to sign off from here on forward with seven rounds in heaven because yeah. we're just trying to like, copy the swag of other people with the beer of the week AJ what's this week's beer of the week Oh, I thought it was the other...
0: I forgot about that. Okay, it's summer. I'm gonna do lots of Ontario craft beer because that's what we like and we're from and Ontario. And you guys won't I be I able to drink them. it if
1: you're American, sorry.
0: Sometimes I don't know, I gotta check the availability. Uh one of my favorite breweries in the province of Ontario is Muskoka. And if you don't know anything about the Muskoka region, it is our cottage country. They the Muskoka Brewery, one of my favorite um summer beers, detour from Muskoka. And I think that's my
1: beer of the wow. week. Wow, thanks, AJ. Uh Detour is really fucking great, so. Uh, mm-hmm. And yeah, so from AJ Marchese, Rob Paul, Muskoka Detour Beer, uh, that'll do it for Seven Rounds to Heaven. Catch you next week. Goodbye.